they haven't offered Dawkins and NC State kid yet. They haven't offered them yet. Yeah. So you know, I think the, uh, I think the Dawkins one's the biggest thing because that's a talented def- defensive end. So for I think sure. the fact they haven't offered him means they're real. I think they feel confident where they're at with verse, but it yeah. seems like he's keeping things pretty quiet right now. Yeah, I, I mean, he's probably legit torn between Tennessee and FSU. Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dolls. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E Dub, in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go Nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear. Go Nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go Nose. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson. We're here this year presented to you by NoGameDay.com. Happy 2022, gentlemen. It feels nice. It feels even better because, number one, Dustin is in here with us this evening. He's on his honeymoon up in Savannah, enjoying life, doing his thing. And so it's just another wonderful pod for us, even though we do have Austin on this week, Nate. So we have to... Oh, well, yeah. it, 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 do, it does seem like every time we have a podcast without Dustin, it, 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 it's a it's an all timer. So it's a, it's always a great time. It's always a great podcast. But I don't, and, I don't know why you're bashing on me. Yeah, last, no, last I know. Week without, last week without me, Logan's mic was wrong. So I mean, that is true. Sure. They didn't tell me I was using the wrong mic, Nate, and I sounded yeah. awful. What what week. makes it though, Logan? What makes it better is that basketball sucks, and you uh, know that means that the. The stars are realigning back for Florida State football. So that does seem about right. I was about to say, I can't make fun of you tonight, Austin, because it'd just be like being a poor little dog to death. You're already down. It's been a bad week. It's been rough. We need need to start off first because we're a little late on the show tonight. Just busy, busy uh, stuff going on. But Johnny said, Nate, you need to hurry the F up. That's what he just said. Hey, Johnny, you know, (laughs) Johnny (laughs) Buckus, man. He's a good guy. I think Johnny's a good guy. He's just. You know, no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it strictly uh, G-rated, but for the first five minutes, you know, maybe two minutes. Read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wash your hands. No, my you hands clean, bro. I wash ah. my hands probably thirty-five times a day. I work in the restaurant, I bro. I was gonna say you were probably eating actual wings, but now you eat boneless, so you use a fork. Correct. That's right. That's the the true. the the. Uh, High class, elite level. That's right. You're not wrong. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just kidding. I'm not going that way. But everybody, enjoy having y'all on here this evening. We have a lot to go over. It won't be too long, though. We won't keep you on here uh, for too long. But uh, we got a lot to talk about transfer. Uh, we're going to talk Tatum Bethune. We're going to talk Jared Verse. We're going to talk Jordan Eubanks. Jamie Robinson announcing that he's coming back for another season. If you guys huge. were in the Discord, you knew kind of it's about huge. a couple of these things. Yep. yep, and then uh, we'll maybe talk some Fabian Lovett, and maybe some others that we expect to uh, to see next season. And Austin will give us his five minute breakdown of what in the hell is going on with Florida State basketball. It won't be five minutes; it'll be about 
Two and a half. <laughs> two and a I, half. Austin. I, I'm going to tell you. Let, 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 let's pass that segment up. They can't play D and they are shooters. The, the defense wasn't the issue. Interior uh, defense. They don't have an, an interior presence. It still, <laughs> can't shoot still wasn't the biggest. It still wasn't. That was the biggest issue. They can't shoot right now. No, oh my goodness. Well, we'll get into the basket. Whatever that was. We'll get into the brutal talk there. I'm already dreading and it heard watching that the other night. It was hard to watch, but we're going to talk into some good stuff to start off. As always, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. Hit the like button. A lot of y'all were already waiting before that the pod even cup? started. So appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Who, who's got a Gordo's Cup? Me. Nice. Nice. They should hop on board and team up with us. But uh, yeah. Anyways, let's jump into it to start off 2022, guys. Fantastic podcast starting off. Dustin's not here. Mm-hmm. Tatum Bethune lands at over at Florida State. Former US, UCF linebacker. He had a total of 108 tackles last season. Five and a half tackles for loss. Two sacks and two interceptions along with one forced fumble. With the Knights, he has two years of eligibility. This is a big time grab for Randy Shannon there in that linebacker corp. Uh, much needed building depth and it just continues to show because we'll talk about a most recent linebacker transfer from today, but this is a big time pickup. If you guys mm-hmm. were in the discord a couple of days ago, you kind of saw this one coming. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a big solid pickup for Florida state in that defense heading into the next season. Uh, you know, heading into initially when he did commit there, you know, only six scholarship linebackers, you know, you know, We'll talk about Jordan moving on, but you know, he he's need. You know, when you look at a guy, big time experience produces, um, definitely makes that that room much better. You know, I, I know we saw a lot of, you know, just pretty much three guys last year, and and Gainer, Lundy, and and Deloach. You know, we didn't see a lot of. You know, we, we saw some, uh, uh, you know, Cortez Andrews here and there. We saw. You no, know, Stephen Dix Jr. here and there, but but with with the defensive running, um, I, I I I love the pickup. I I know some Miami fans were trying to, you know, joke on the pick of you know him filling the lane. You know that's a perfect run fit. So thank you for 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 tweeting that out. So, um, love it. So uh, you know that that goes back to the contacts. In, in the relationships that that Shannon had at UCF, so they jumped on 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 that kid as soon as he hit the portal. So, yeah, I think big time did, get. I think they were quick with it, and I think obviously having the connection there with Randy Shannon mm-hmm. uh, helps a ton. Um, and Florida State much needed grab, but I think you know Miami really wasn't. You know, I can understand Miami getting in contact and such, but I think he, I think Tatum kind of knew and understood where he wanted to go right off the bat, in my opinion. I mean, he had been on campus for a couple of days. He had been on campus whenever the announcement was made already. I know some yeah, people were yeah. contemplating that, but he had been on campus. Yeah, yeah, so already. people, people should get to understand that, you know, he's already been there. So, you know, I, I, I think with Shannon, you know, being the linebacker coach, I think, you know, the writing was on the wall. You know, the, the the sheer fact that you needed needed that guy, and then all, and also too the fact that he's a multiple year guy can help bridge that that gap. You know, a, 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 as a hopefully load up in in, in, this, in this next cycle, it's a much better year 
for linebackers in 23 than it was in 2022. Mm -hmm. I was told, too, that relationships, most certainly Kalen DeLoach, mm -hmm. uh, some of the other linebackers like Lundy, they're, them talking with Bethune, too, helped a little bit. I mean, probably because they're like, uh, we need as much help as we can, my man. But uh, that connection there, those relationships helped. It just this was all relationships from the very beginning. That's why yeah, I know, we were too, talking about it immediately once he was entering the transfer portal. Yeah, I wonder too if this pushes Gainer more towards, you know, a, a, a DN type role, which I think is a be better, better for fit him for him. He, he's kind of like a fish out of water playing mm -hmm. you know, regular off ball mm -hmm. linebacker. I think he kind of speed near the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jen's asking why do you think he wanted to leave UCF. Just bigger opportunity, probably. Mm -hmm. Big because, opportunity, maybe. Because Gus Malls on the douchebag. <laughs> also, also that. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> you know so. who I'm missing a name, Nate, and it's just I've been saying his name on Mark's show yesterday and all in the Discord, but the GA with ties in Miami. I'm just completely. Sabbath Joseph? Yep, Sabbath. Yep, I think another another relationship right there. Yeah, that Miami Central kid. Yep. So uh, this one, what I uh, tee it up. Miami, my, I know Miami fans are trying to say something's going on here. You know, we might be able to snag them from Florida State fans, but I never saw that to be the case. There was nothing negative coming out of that with regards to Florida State. So uh, Florida State, this is a big, this is a big landing uh, right here for the Knolls because it's much needed. They've got to build even more depth too. But he's an instant and pat kind of guy. He's going to be in that early rotation. Uh, shoot, he could start depending on the package that Adam Fuller and Randy Shannon throw in there. So this is this is a solid pickup, much needed. And he's going to – I think he's going to bring some good energy. He's a violent guy. He's got good size on him too, but he can move. And he can grab picks too. We know it's been kind of tough since uh, the last couple of years with linebackers grabbing interceptions. But uh, Tatum Bethune is able to grab, grab the ball. So it's a good sign. Nate, did I lose you here? Well, yes. We might have. We, we yep. We lost Nate. <laughs> Nate is gone. At least it's early. Is, yeah, no, it was it was early. Oh, we got him back though. You're back. Nah, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Someone must be calling him. That's usually what happens. It goes. There we go. We see you. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, dude. I just got like it like froze at eight oh one, and nah. couldn't, couldn't do anything. <laughs> stopped on you. Thorin saying, love the show. Thanks, guys. And go Knowles, Thorin. Appreciate you hopping on here from Facebook. Uh, let's jump into another big-time topic since we need to get the goodies out first. Jared Burse, Albany defensive end uh, transfer, is supposedly supposed to make a announcement before uh, late add or drop, whatever you want to call it, for classes at FSU or I think whatever he just kind of shows up. <laughs> I'm, That's what I'm wondering if it just shows up at, at at the school of his choice. He doesn't have to necessarily sign or, or make an announcement. He can just show up and start going to class. But kind of, you know, the the fact that Florida State hasn't offered Chance Ming yet, they haven't offered Dawkins and NC State kid yet. They haven't offered them yet. Yeah. So you know, I think that, uh, I think the Dawkins was the biggest thing because that's a talented def defensive end. So for I think sure. the fact they haven't offered him means they're real. I think they feel confident where they're at with verse, but it seems yeah. like he's keeping things pretty quiet right now. Yeah, I, I mean, he's probably legit torn between Tennessee and FSU. You know, so I mean, if I were FSU, I I, I would take Dawkins and 
offer and press for him and figure it out later because you know as as we just saw today you know the numbers always figure themselves out you know scholarship is now open with you know eubanks hitting the portal so you know i i i know numbers are kind of tight but you know dawkins is a kid i would take with the nfl pedigree so but i i think the staff still feels pretty pretty confident there um just got to make a decision here pretty soon, one way or another. I, I, I don't know what Tennessee's, you know, drop at and all that stuff starts and ends and couldn't care less, but going to hear something soon. Yeah, I don't know what, you know, what versus doing. I, he never was really a big talkative guy with this. He didn't really want to hype up this whole transfer portal. And that's what a lot of transfer portal guys do. This is a big time business decision. This Mm -hmm. is not where you're building those relationships with kids. Nate, you know, the best with building relationships, two years, three years, and you're able to kind of get a feel on what's going on with the recruit, or they let you know privately inside. Mm -hmm. And so you keep that private, but you know, this is usually these transfer portal guys, these decisions are made quicker. And you know, this is really a big time business move for them. And so definitely for Jared verse, I mean, he's projected to be, He's an he's an NFL product. I mean, that's just what he is, and so this is. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been promoted as uh, as one of the, the the top players in the portal. You know, this this year. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I would love a, to take both. So we, yeah. we need pass rush. I'd, I'd love uh, to take both. Somehow. Absolutely, I would love to take both too. But it also maybe tells you how good FSU feels about what what's on the roster right now. I know they're really excited about about Patrick Payton. Um, you know, I think McClendon's going to do really well. Um, Kushan Fuller ha- ha- took a big step last year. So, yeah. you know. He's already training too, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how, how, how it figures it out, how, how it all unfolds. Yeah, so drop ad ends on the 10th. So, still could do this over the weekend. I know some people are expecting Wednesday and then now Thursday. I wasn't really thinking anything was going to happen today. So maybe potentially Friday. If not, just got to play the waiting game here. But he's a kind of guy. I know he's done interviews and he's done multiple interviews with our guys. But, you know, he's not really big on the NIL stuff. I know there's definitely some nice uh, things that, you know, Tennessee maybe could offer there. But I think the relationship with Jermaine Johnson and Keir Thomas helps a lot in this situation, I think from leaving from what I was told, leaving Tallahassee, that was really a big time factor and probably what his decision is going to be. I mean, it went very well with those two with Kieran. I mean, Johnson. Yeah, looking at it in a neutral perspective, you know, based off what you've seen over, you know, the last year with, with, with transfer guys, what FSU's done versus what Tennessee's done, you know, I, I I don't know. Is it really that tough a decision? But it's not my decision to make. Yeah, you know, that, that that's no knock on what Tennessee's done. Um, you know, in the guys they brought in, I just think that Florida State's had a lot more success and a lot more national success in terms of the recognition of Corbin and, and Jimmy Johnson and Kim Thomas. Even even though you know McKenzie Milton was a little bit of a but let down, it was still, you know, great publicity. So, yeah, I don't know, Jamie, love it. Yeah, you know, Florida yeah, Jamie Robinson, who was all, all conference. Yep. So, they've had a lot they, of success. They, 
Yeah, they've done a fantastic job. They've been one of the best, if not the best, in the country with in the side of the transfer portal. And it's worked. These guys have came in. Jamie, when we went to the spring practices, spring scrimmages, he was starting day one on that defense, you know. So mm-hmm. they're coming in to be impact players. But I mean, Jared Verse, that's an immediate starter. There's that's easy there. I mean, that's a right off the bat. He's your best defensive end in the in the room. So yeah, uh, uh, I, mean, I think if Florida State pulls that off, you know, they, they have really good gets on all three levels from the portal this cycle with reverse then with you know the kid from UCF who I don't know why his why it's escaping me now and then with uh you know greedy Vance the, the corner from Louisville you know the guy who who started for a power five HTC school so mm-hmm. and, and then getting getting Robinson back is, is like getting getting a five-star back for that defense had a great year yeah we'll talk about him in just a second and then there's a question here anywhere uh well i want to go back to this one asking logan do you think he announces it tomorrow at this point i we have no clue no media outlet has any clue no one on fsu side nor tennessee side or any other school no of anything he told dustin on monday that he would do a commitment interview if it were to go in florida state's favor so he also we just nobody's heard anything from verse on that so we'll we'll see i think this one i wouldn't be shocked if this goes into the weekend uh or like nate said he might just show up to the moor and someone might just see him in the canvas in the in the classes they might just see him in class online <laughs> Uh, that'd be funny to see if we find out that way. We've seen that happen before, though. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see on Jared Verse. I still think Florida State's in a good spot uh, to land a talented defensive end from Albany. Much needed. What do you think, Much what do you think Austin? Yeah, what do you think recruiting. on this? Uh, I don't care. He'll decide <gasps> what he decides. <laughs> what did he just say? Damn. If he picks Florida State, great. If he doesn't, oh well. Well, I mean, he did. His team just did get stomped by Wake Forest, so you know. Okay, yeah, I'm kind of you know brain dead he's, right now. Yeah, he's brain dead. He's not feeling. Uh, too I, good, I, I so. guess he's the question for Austin things. is: Is is Albany basketball? Can they beat Florida State right now? Um, no. Well, let's have Prime David Nichols. Sh- sh- shout out, <laughs> shout out, David. Hear the Spirit alum from <laughs> Albany, yep. but no. This is a question from King Map P- King Mac asking any word on a legit backup quarterback for Jordan Travis it's a must I think they're gonna wait after the spring in my opinion yeah yeah I think they waited out you know we had heard a name early on but that's no longer an option that person has gone elsewhere um but I, I I'm, I'm in the camp that they should bring someone else in you can't go in the fall let alone spring but you can't go in the fall with with three scholarship quarterbacks so I know there's some discussion about maybe Chubba Purdy coming back. You know, maybe that's something that happens. You know, who who's to say how this all unfolds? But at some way or another, FSU will have a fourth quarterback, in my opinion, heading into uh, fall camp next year. Whether it's a transfer, you know, or or maybe they take a late flyer on a high school kid like a David Widener. Who I know they were ta- they were evaluating early on. Uh, who knows how this all unfolds? So, yeah, Florida State's got to have more depth there, and I think it will be after the spring. And there's no rushing that. I think Florida State will do his due diligence with a lot of these players that are in there now. But 
you know, I think it'll, there'll be more options after the spring. Spring football depth charts get released, and they're like, ah, we're going to go ahead and dip out of here. So I, I, I wonder if they're kind of burnt with what happened with Milton. You know, Milton was burning yeah. up UCF's defense. And, and, you know, I think they expected more of what they got from him. So maybe they're doing some more homework on these guys. I don't know. That's yeah. just me throwing a, a, a topic of debate out there. Yeah, it would be a potential for sure. I want to blame him. I want to blame him at all. Uh, let's jump into a few. This is one right here asking. We talked about this earlier a little bit, Bill, but any possibility of Amari Gaynor moving over to defensive end and you know, he played that in high school. I played that at the Bauckham all the time, which was fun. But Amari Gaynor, I think, <laughs> should be used more in pass rush. It was real fun. It was nice that a, two guy, a guy two years uh, younger than me, we had the same size. That, it just didn't seem fair to me. Same size, yeah. There it is. It was the same size. I was like 185. He was probably about a 190. He was, you were also 5'8". Five 5'8"? Eight. Five eight? Get out of here. Get mm. out of here. 6'2". Six 6'3", six whatever he is. I mean... Amari yeah, Gaynor's right. best year at FSU, in my opinion, is his freshman season. And, and, and he was used more as a guy that rushes a quarterback. And I think that's just a really natural ability he has. So mm-hmm. now, you know, he has some plays where he just completely whiffs. Then he has some plays where he just makes NFL caliber plays. Um, but I, I I just think that him as a pass rusher, man, could be super dangerous. I think so too. I'm right there with you. He he he's his freshman year. They I thought he's they fast as all get out. You know he's twitchy. He's I think he's strong enough to to get off the, get off of the get off the tackle. Um, you know he uses hands really well as a as a freshman. So it's just interesting, you know. I, I still think that there's a position for him in this defense, and it's up to the coaches to really figure out how to maximize his potential because you know, he's one of the best athletes on the on the team. It's a quick and question. I, and I do ahead. think getting Bethune allows uh, allows some more flexibility for for Gainer to to do some other stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a question from Jay on Facebook. Who is a number two option if Verse goes to UT? Yeah, Dawkins. Easy answer there. Uh, let's talk about this. I think that's a pretty good point here from Kerry asking, uh, why did Norvell lose all of his assistance? Coaching turnover could hurt him in the future. So as we know, he, this is kind of what Norvell does. He sends off his assistants. Norvell to get uh, you go first, Austin. Norvell just cannot win with this. Cause some people are like, Oh, why is he not getting his assistance out of here fast enough? Then there's people <laughs> like this going, why is he losing all these assistants? Can like, can guys just get better jobs? Like, Mm-hmm. It's it's just natural in college football. If you have a good coaching staff, guys are going to get better jobs, and that's mm-hmm. how you have good staffs. We always complain with Jim about him just being way too loyal to his guys, mm-hmm. you know, especially in those later years with, with Kelly and Trickett. Yep. Um, you got to have coaching turnover. It, yeah, sure, you, there may be an impact here and there, but come on, man. <laughs> the, the, the the days of the Bowden, Bowden days are over. You know, even – as much as I hate Dabo Sweeney, you know, he kept his staff together for a long time. You know, even uh, eight or 10 years, however long they were together, you know, that's, that's not common. But, you know, e- even Dabo Sweeney had turnover, you know, at the OC spot early on, you know, in his tenure. But 
for for me, it, it it shows that this guy can identify talented coaches. You know, a, a, as frustrated as we can be as fans with the uh, production on the field and our opinions on recruiting and all that kind of stuff. You know, you know, in, in coaching circles, some some of these coaches are, are higher thought of than what we think of them. So, you know, really, it's just that the fact that Novell has a really good eye for talent. Even take it back yeah. to Memphis, Dan Landing, you know. Yeah, just kind of what the, he does. The guy, at, the guy at Pitt that everyone, including me, wanted that's now going to Texas to be their passing game coordinator. Yeah, you know, he's an up and coming coach. You know, he played for Norvell and was an assistant for Norvell early on in his career. So again, it's just another guy. You know, Tony T, who got promoted to the quarterback spot. Again, I know some people were. <clears throat> excuse me, grumbling about that, but that's the guy who's been pegged as an up-and-coming coach. So, you know, I agree with Austin. You know, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. But shout-out to Kerry with the Steelers hat. I respect it. I like it. We're still going to the playoffs. The Jaguars are winning this weekend. So, I'm feeling good, baby. Feeling I, should, good. I should find my Bengals hat and put it on. <laughs> Bengals hat? Division no. champs. No. Oh my god! If I get your Joe Burrow LSU jersey, we wear it. Me? Yeah. What? A ba- an LSU jersey? No. It's either that or a Joe Burrow Cincy jersey. Have you have you pick? We'll talk about. You this should get screen. him a freaking Dwayne Haskins jersey. <laughs> should I get him a leg press machine? He needs it. Or or a Mason Rudolph jersey. Austin, you're not the one to talk. Do you want me to get that hip under a damn squat? Rack right oh, now. Yeah, I don't care. All right. We'll put you under there. Well, well next time we hang out. The hips, the hips not the issues now. It's the knees. Oh, my God. So you can't say nothing then. Oh, man. Let's jump into Jamie Robinson. A lot of people in the comments want us to chat about it real quick. But Jamie Robinson announced today that he plans on coming back for another season. We put that in the Discord days and days, I think on Monday. So if you guys were in the Discord, I'd gotten some scoop on that. So make sure you guys are in there. Patreon.com slash no game. The only $2.99 a month. But all of our Discord members knew about this a couple days ahead. But he led the Seminoles and tackles with 84 last season. Had four interceptions. First team all ACC Florida State gets its best defensive back for next season. Gentlemen, how are we feeling? This, this is a nice nice news to hear. Go ahead, Austin. Austin's hype. Solid pickup. Or solid, solid, <laughs> solid re-edition. <laughs> I, I should say solid re-edition. I mean, like, yeah. he's, he's, pi- I will say he's, he, the first couple of games, I was, I was kind of underwhelmed. But the last three quarters of the season, he was just lights mm-hmm. out. Uh, it was just everywhere he needed to be. I- I'd like to see them use him a little bit more in the box this year. I just mm-hmm. think he creates so much havoc down near the line of scrimmage, um, blowing up tight ends, blowing up those quick routes. I- I'd like to see him more in that role, but he's a phenomenal player, and F- Florida State needs help on that back end of the defense. So, yeah, m- more, like, more like that Florida game, I think, is the best yeah. way to use him um, and let him kind of be sneaky in the pass game. But, you know – like I said, man, it's, it's huge news for Florida State because, you know, there are some question marks on who plays that role heading into the next year and kind of shows up that position. Um, you know, I, I I like it in, in terms of also just carry over from year over year. So, you know, you have a guy who's an all-conference player coming back for, for a season that I, I think, you know, could be 
even better for him. So big time for Florida State. Big time. Um, I know that he was looking and, and getting grades uh, for where he would be in the NFL draft. I think it was a mix of that and also the potential to rise that draft. Um, so if he appears another season like he has like the last three quarters of last year, he's going to be second day two pick at the latest. Yeah. yeah. And I think he yeah. has a really close connection with Norvell too. I think Norvell and them have are, are really close. I think uh, he likes uh, for Norvell. I think it also just comes down to the simple fact that he can get better because he started out slow and came on towards the end of the season. I think it's more of an opportunity for him to show consistency throughout the year and, and get a better grade next year um, than what he got this year. You know, he's not going to get significantly better, um, you know, but I, I, I think that he could, you know, be especially more, uh, you know, after all conference first team is, you know, all American, uh, all, all American, I guess, debate. So, you know, he falls and somewhere I, in, in that realm. And, know, and it's also defense uh, has been great. A lot of it with the NFL is safeties just aren't very, they're not highly valued unless you're a Derwin James type. And even then he mm. went 17th. It's just safeties don't go very high in the draft. So th- that's mm. going to impact part of it as well. And him coming back for another year, get a little bit better. Hopefully get into that day too. Well, we should do a we should do a Duran James podcast on, on him going seventeenth. We could probably do a two hour podcast on how that was <laughs> absolutely love that. atrocious. Yeah, I would love that. Should we do a preview? Look back at some of the people who were drafted ahead of him. Yeah, do that while we're sitting here. I mean, the fact now, that right Isaiah the Simmons went the- higher in the draft than he did. You know, Jamal well, Adams higher in the draft. They were, it's they were pumping Simmons as a guy that could play linebacker as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drop it Dur- down. Yeah, Durant has some injury, but you know he's back again. That night he's a, a Pro Bowler. Yeah, competing for All Pro again. There are some players ahead of him. Let me tell uh, you. Oh, <laughs> this, I need to hear the him. Sam, this is the Sam Darnold draft. So ba- oh, Baker Lord. went one. Yeah, Baker went one. Saquon <laughs> went two. Which after his ACL injury, he wasn't that great this year. Um, no. Donald went three. Um, the next four picks are all pretty hard to disagree with. Denzel Ward to Cleveland, who mm-hmm. looked pretty good recently. Bradley Chubb, yeah. who's good when healthy. Mm-hmm. Quentin yeah. Nelson, arguably the best guard in the NFL. I love Josh Allen, that, who's, Josh Allen, who's been phenomenal. Yeah. Roquan Smith at eight. I think he's a little underrated. I think he's played pretty well for Chicago. Um, same with Mike I, I believe he's leading nine. the NFL in tackles or right up there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Mike McGlinchey at nine, solid offensive tackle for the 49ers. And here's the best one. Josh Rosen to the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, I remember that happening. Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, Minka at 11. Didn't which, the Cardinals move up? I remember that, right? Uh, Did they trade up? Yeah, it says they, they got the pick from Miami. Oakland. Or Oakland, no, okay. Yeah, Oakland. Oh, that's right, because Oakland was just handing out all the stuff they had had. Yeah, um, Minka to 11 at, for the Dolphins. And then the next four picks are kind of atrocious. Um, Vita Vea, who's who, who's been solid for Tampa, but they should still should take Derwin that year. Deron Payne to Alabama, um, to Washington, no. Marcus Davenport to the Saints at fourteen, uh, having to trade up with an extra first round pick to take him. Uh, uh, Colton Miller at fifteen at for the Raiders, who's also been not great. Uh, then Tremaine Edmonds for the Bills, who's been solid, and then you mm-hmm. get Derwin. Mm. Interesting. So some misses. Uh, the Rosen, Rosen, Deron Payne, Davenport, Miller. Oof. 
Yikes. <laughs> Yikesies. <laughs> no, uh, no bueno. There's a question here from Bill asking, got here late. You may have already covered this, but any chance Sam McCall gets to play offense and defense next I, I, I think with their portal takes, I think that locks him in for, for defense. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can utilize him in special teams and, and, and on defense. You use yeah. him as a return guy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's definitely going to be a, a DB for Florida State. Yeah, I believe so too. You know, I'm excited for is Azaria Thomas. I mean, that was just a little little steal there at the end. Absolutely. I just have some kind of feeling he could ball out quick. I don't know what it is, but ever since watched a little bit of tape and he's good. His interview. Best best player in the panhandle this year. Yep. I'm excited to watch it. It's a talent rich area. I mean, guy, guy can guy can play. Jordan Eubanks hit the transfer portal this evening. Uh, he had no about pretty pretty much no playing time in 2021. Still kind of by Chris Marv. Yeah, it was Still it was kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, wasn't know. expecting this one. There was a lot of people kind of excited for him. I know a lot of his teammates were talking highly about him mm-hmm. this off season. They were. Yeah, I, I mean, he he looked pretty good in practice and you know in, in situational practice stuff. You know, scout team and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of surprised. I'm not going sit, to sit here and say it's a big loss by any means because you, you don't know how he's going to develop. But he's also a kid that was was a, a, a bigger body athlete. And, and th- th- those are, aren't the easiest to find all the time. A kid who's 6'2", 6'3", you know, has safety skills, but it's big enough to play linebacker. So it'd be mm-hmm. interested to see where he goes, but kind of surprising for me. Yes. Today's the first time I've ever heard his name. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not That's putting much blame me. on you on that one. I'm not putting much blame on you on that one. Thank you. And maybe a, a lot of other Knowles too. I mean, let's look at their linebacker room now. Amari Gaynor. You've got Tatum. You've got Lundy. You've got McRae. No, McRae's gone. I was like, McRae's gone. I'm going McCray, to say Deloach. I'm going to say Deloach. Yep. Um, Steven Dix Jr. Yeah, Steven Dix Jr. That's it. You, guess, five. You, can count, you can count Cortez, yeah. technically. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Cortez, which and you get, I, think and you he, I think he will make an impact next season. You got yeah. Omar Graham coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. Still risking it. Still screen, risking it a little bit. That screen is 4 2 5. Screams yeah. it, yeah. But it, but it also yeah. says, do they look at some something else in the portal? Five guys. Just I, they is not they should. They, they need some depth. Or or, or is the rumored move of, you know, Brennan Gant down into the boxes and linebacker? Is that going to happen? I I, w- I I wouldn't mind it. You know, I yeah. I know that Jadarius Scream at night is an intriguing guy. You know, what can you get from him as a linebacker? Mm. You know that, that that kid was never going to play safety in college. You know he was six foot two twenty in high school. No, oh sorry, Green McKnight. Okay, yeah. I thought about I thought talking about Jaron Willis, who no, we know whatever. wanted to play safety. <laughs> wanted to play safety. That's what Georgia Tech was supposedly going to allow him to play, and that was the reason they were going to land him. 
didn't end up happening though. Sean's asking here, why doesn't Norvell practice one-on-ones and practice iron sharpens iron? So I can go ahead and tell you at a lot of these, at all the practices, about a majority of them is one-on-ones. I mean, you're having complete competitions all throughout it. I mean, one-on-ones, wide receiver DBs, linebackers, and running backs I on think each he's other. As- I think he's asking good versus good. Oh. First team versus first team. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Which they does too. They do that all the time. That's because the same with offensive wide receivers, defense, defensive mm-hmm. backs, and running backs versus linebackers, and even DBs I, I, too, I do think so. Jimbo did it more. I I, I think Norvell has not, my. He d- I don't really have a, a a complete answer other than I think Norvell's had to focus so much on fundamentals and reteaching some football not really focusing on good versus good, but getting guys into good football habits and making them smarter and just fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the, the practices, uh, once some fans are a lot more, the media it's open to show a lot of it. You, you'll really get to see how Norvell runs it. I mean, you get one water break and you know, after that it, it's full steam ahead all morning for three hours. And it's pretty impressive to watch. And, a lot of one-on-ones, a lot of uh, team versus scout. You got first team versus first team, seven-on-seven. Uh, seven. Uh, there's a lot of competition going on throughout the practices. I'm telling you, it's a lot of competitive mm-hmm. energy going on in these practices. So it's a, it's a good question to ask, though. Uh, here we go. This is the annual from Mendoza. What's the latest on Demory Tate? Still in Tallahassee. Seems Still in to Tallahassee. be heading into the spring. Seems Let's like see. he'll be here until the spring at least. Whole spring ball let, happens. Let's see. He's been uh, not pleased with his playing time. Let's see if he can put it together and show the coaches that he deserves to be on the field. And then another one, Travis J. Gay just saying Travis J would be the one to move up. Kid can hit hard and cover running backs and tight end speedy receivers get the best of him. Mm, no. That's all I'm going to say. No. <laughs> He's 200 pounds. No. Mm. I, I think that Travis J is better equipped as a as a free safety. It, it's either either a free safety or a star kind of position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But you know, I want Travis J to be a off field all American right now. Best way I put it. Uh, and it's disappointing. We headed, we were heading into this last season during the off season, talking very highly of Jay. Should have, should have got the pot, bro. It's time to put it together and realize that all that, all that natural talent, man. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot there for sure. Uh, Kid is gifted. He is. I think there's a lot of guys that are gifted. It's just all about the focus, man. Mm-hmm. It's all about the focus. John White saying that Travis J should move to offense. I think if it's not working on defense, I don't think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. On offense, Moving people opinion. isn't always the answer. Yeah, it, it it it'd be really good to get Carlos's take on that if he's on the podcast. You know, he knows a guy. Who, I was about to say, you know, a guy who, you know, I know Jimbo. I think you know played that card a little bit, and he kind of pushed on it. Can't really speak on him, but you know, he finally realize what he could do in offense, but 
you know, it's it's not always an easy move. You know, it's not easy. The player, you, you know, James Wilder came on here and told us, you know, Jimbo had to talk with him and said, you know, have you thought about linebacker? And he said, no, mm-hmm. not, I don't, I don't want to go there. And then he told, he told us, I think, yeah, Los was on here too. It was a good conversation where he said, you know, my ass should have gone to linebacker. He would have been a freaking all American linebacker, dude. Mm-hmm. Like no it's, doubt. It's, it's still be He'd be in the NFL. He'd be in the NFL as a linebacker right now. I still think he deserves a shot at the NFL as a running back, but that's a whole different topic. This is good. Thank you, Mike, for letting us know here. We'll make sure to get an interview with you immediately after this. He said he just entered the transfer portal, and he's go- and he's going to Alabama. Cool, so, man. Good for you, Mike. Hopefully get an interview with you later. Probably not. Uh, let's see. Johnny's saying if Nate can put on 30 pounds, so can Travis J. I have better jeans. <laughs> Wrangler? Levi's? No. <laughs> Good fellow. Thoughts on the development of Lloyd Willis, offensive lineman, who could make an impact on the offensive line this upcoming season? Um, got better this year. Um, it, Good size. It, it, it is a guy that I would watch to, to be definitely a uh, two-deep guy next year at either tackle spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get through a few of these early enrollees came in. Nate, AJ Duffy arrived. A few others. Aaron Hester. That guy looks like he's already been with Coach Storms for a few months. Mm-hmm. Woo. Uh, yeah, there's some people who, you know, concerned about him in terms of whether he's done with his, his growth. But you know, he, he's a big kid, man. <sighs> yeah, I remember watching him and. The camps over the summer. That is a big boy. Mm-hmm. That is but, a big boy. You know, they, they get Duffy, quarterback of the future. You know, it's going to be really interesting him versus Parsons. I think it's going to be really good competition. So, one uh, Duffy too. Talk about this Under Armour All American game uh, play. I mean, practice very well. The game was a little off. It's hard to build chemistry with just four mm-hmm. days of practice. But I, I, I think the practices are more of a gauge. For that yeah. kind of stuff, but um, that's what I was saying. The practices, it's hard, you know, practice to build the chemistry for the games. But yeah. during practices, I mean, reporters and house there covering it along with the the people running the, I mean, camp called there, them the. I mean, there's a reason why. Like, I think the the record for that game is like 200 yards passing. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's, it's hard to build camaraderie with a receiver in, in a week. Mm-hmm. You know. But the guy went out and in those drills and looked like he's ready to roll. Yeah. Shad's asking here. I heard Dustin is transferring from Noel Game Day. Who is picking him up? Uh, the rest area. I don't know. Uh, the, Side of the road. gas station in Live Oak. Whataburger. <laughs> uh, I'm putting my crystal ball in for Whataburger. Hobbit might take him. Hobbit may take him. There's a good possibility there. I'm going there after this too. I'm going to get my wings. Always shout out the Hobbit in town. No, no, man. He always talks about Whataburger, so I think he's leaning that way. He's probably leaning the, the Whataburger way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, a lot of people asked about Kevin Coleman tonight because you know we got to stir up all that kind of stuff on the timeline. In my opinion, I think it's a wrap for Florida State. I think it's just to kind of get everybody's attention, get Florida State's. FSU Twitter all riled up, but I, I don't see Kevin Coleman coming to Florida State right now. Unless I'm 
unless I hear something else, but I haven't heard nothing. Uh, I, I, I put my thoughts in the Discord today. You know, something that has been pretty constant in terms of getting information is dried up. So I think it's going to be uh, a kick in the nuts for FSU. I, I just don't, I haven't seen that happening. I've not seen it. I think we got, I think we got Mama Lewis in here. Dustin is priceless. Also, the wedding went fantastic. Dustin's wedding was amazing. So, Miss Lewis put together and the whole family put together a wonderful what, what, wedding. What Good to see Dustin. Priceless. Well, Dustin got, I'll, I'll have to share some of the videos. I haven't shared some of the videos with you guys. Maybe we'll, I think when he, no, we had to wait until he gets on here and then I'll have a video that we can show up here. We, we should have him dancing. break it down, break down the first dance. <laughs> Break down his form. I don't know if I would call it a <laughs> I dance. How about that? about him walking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I think that's what we'll have to do. Since he's missing this you know, show, I'll make sure to have a couple of videos set up on here so everybody can check out a little bit of Dustin's mm-hmm. dancing and having a good time. You know, I think that's what we need we to do. We should just start next week's podcast with that. That's what I'm saying. I should, we got to surprise just, him. Just put it on there. He's not gonna even know because he doesn't listen to podcasts, anyways. I don't no. think that was, so. that was mom. I tell him so. Yeah, Miss Lewis, don't, don't say anything, please. Don't say anything, Miss Lewis. Uh, yeah, there was a video of Marvin Jones Jr. against Armella. Um, I, I think Yesterday. that that Armella won that rep. Yeah, I, I think the rep versus the Nia White was much better. Um, you know, I, I think that you know. That was a stalemate, right? But I, th- I think it's a stalemate. I think that Jones Jr. did a good job of getting in, on, getting in on, on his body. But I think that Armella did a good job of of, of being able to kind of anchor and, and not really move off the spot too much. I thought his technique has gotten better, and I know he's For been sure. working on that. Like, he's been the, working the, on that. The first part of that clip against the first end, I'm not gonna say his name again because I already forgot it. Uh, but that punch <laughs> was rock solid. That was a really yeah. That, best, that, best. that that was the rep against the Nye White. That looked a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. yeah. So it, it, it it's really good for Florida State because uh, so people thought he was pegged for inside at, at guard, but he's shown that he could possibly be at minimum, you know, at worst the right tackle. I'm gonna try to find the video here. So now we have to act like we like each other and talk to each other just for one second. Or I can go back to writing my Louisville game paper and find it. Well, you, you could do <laughs> that. But yeah, Julian Armella, I mean, we, we've talked about him a little bit. But, you know, he, he made his decision later in the day. Uh, I'm personally excited to watch this kid when he comes to FSU. I like the tenacity. Mm-hmm. I like uh, just the nastiness. He's kind of bringing this as a rep here of the video mm-hmm. that we've been talking about. You had to show the, the one before this. it. Yeah. I think that's a draw. Yeah, it seems almost even there. Here we go. Hopefully this is still sharing. And so that's, yeah. Pop, is that left hand? Ooh. Yeah, he's staying more tight. Yep. His tech... Footwork. Yep. Shuffling the feet real well. Yeah. Here he, you know, kind of lost that right arm. I, I I think Jones got into him pretty quickly. Yeah, he came quick. 
but you know he didn't. No, he was able this, to. He had this right back leg yeah. here that kept him. Yeah, he was able to kind of utilize that to, because it looks like Jones was trying to brush him off to to the, to the right, and he was able to kind of fight it. What I like, Armella's keeping his arms in though. He easily yeah. could have had that left arm wrapped around his back plate there, but was keep, trying to keep his arms in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought I just thought overall, right off the bat, I was like, damn, Armella's been working on Boom. this. But that that's nice. a pop. Pop. So we'll be watching that this weekend. I'm excited to see Armella in action. But like I was saying earlier, I think him bringing that mentality, that alpha kind of mentality, that offensive line, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, he plays really pissed off football. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I get a little cocky offensive lineman. Haven't seen that in a while. I'm all about Mm. it, baby. Please bring it. Uh, So do we think AJ Duffy did well? Ed? Like we talked about earlier, Carol, but you know this was a game that you were trying to build chemistry in four days with guys that you some you've just met. So uh, decent, decent. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't the, think anybody's going off of a game. Now like the game that, itself though. had ups and downs. Your guys dropped balls. He had a bad throw. That was a pick, I believe. I didn't watch the whole thing, uh, but you know, leading up that that week of practice, you know, he was impressive from all all reports. So. Georgia Ron is is correct here. It probably would have been hands to the face if there was an SEC ACC ref <laughs> there. So not wrong, not wrong. Uh, there's a question here about who will be returning kicks next season. Should Sam McCall be our kick returner when he comes instead of Travis J? So it depends yes. here. Kick return, punt. If kick return, well, I, yeah. I think punt return is is slated for Michael Pittman. Yeah, that's Pittman, but. No. If, if, if Ren's if, back to 100%, yeah, it'll be if Ren. Cor- if Corey Ren sticks with it and, you know, figures out that groin issue, you know, I definitely put McCall back there, too. Yeah. Just anybody other than the people we had there last year. That's all I mm-hmm. ask. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that, that needs a complete reset. Yeah. Really, no. really the whole special teams does. Punt return, kick return. Mm-hmm. Um. Punting was fine. That's that's about it last year. Yeah, yeah. Massimano wasn't bad at all. So pretty solid. He had he had a couple whiffs here and there, uh, but other than that, he was solid. And then we we don't need to talk about regular kicking, but punting was solid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's jump into some b ball, VZ, because right now it is struggle bus city. Is it see? Is it a, is it a wrap? Hold on, hold on, before he gets into basketball. Yeah. Remember after the first game, we were talking about like Elite Eight. You know, how, how deep I don't know if I was go? I said Sweet 16. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were, you saying just, three, were you saying Sweet 16 last night? Um, you needed 16 shots to deal with watching that game. It was. Um, <laughs> I'm it was, not talking about shooting a basketball. Sorry, I'm was, not done yet. I'm not, trying to be a comedian. Not, it was not a pleasant time. I'll just I'll leave it at that. The NC State game was great. Um, you know, we, we you come off an eighteen game or eighteen day COVID pause, come out and beat NC State on the road. Mm. Um, offense looked good. Defense, you know, had its lapses, especially against Sebron. Um, and then against Wake Forest, uh, the worst offensive perform- offensive performance I think I've ever seen. Um, someone texted me. I gotta find it again. I gotta find the stat because it was it was uh. mind blowing. Yeah. Um, 
They it was they scored 0.69 points per possession, which you know usually you want to be around one. Um, huh. It's the worst offense performance since they lost 53 to 36 against Virginia in 2013. Mm. Um, mm. 2013. Mm. That's a long time, and that was a, the 2013 team was bad. Uh, that was a really bad team. Um, I don't know what to say about the offense. The offense is just – it's struggling so heavily. And, and part of it was against the weight game. You had five guys have two fouls in the first half, and Ham just doesn't play them when they have two fouls. Especially Cleveland, he, he had his two fouls in a span of, I think they said, 93 seconds. Um, and then he comes out in the second half, and he's your leading scorer for the game. He's got to play more um, – he's got to be more consistent too. There are times where he's – not taking the right shot, even if he has the right mindset. Worley's got to be more confident. John Butler, after starting Strong's really struggled these last two games. Um, they they got to find some offense one way or another. They they have to find some offense. Who's and it gonna be? Who's how's, how do you fix that? When you just can't shoot. Part of it's part of it's just yeah, part of it's just guys got to make their shots. You know, Polite's yeah. a career forty percent three point shooter, and he's shooting what thirty percent from three this year. Um, mm-hmm. same thing with Wyatt Wilkes. He's really struggled from three. Caleb Mills has really struggled from three. Caleb Mills was bad against Wake Forest. I think he was one of 11. Um, you think he's been shoot. disappointing? Um, I thought he started we, off strong. We, we, were, we, were talking, we, were, we were talking about it in our group chat. There are times where he, he's just, wow. I mean, he's just dazzling with what he can do with the ball and the shots he can make. Mm-hmm. I just think he's, he's struggling. Where he's struggling in our offense is, is in the pick and roll. Um, He's a little bit on the frailer side, so he's getting pushed off his spots when he has the ball, and guys are just being able to push him away from the screen. And, w- and when he's not being able to use that screen, the defense is just still right there, still be- be being able to play straight up. They, they got to find ways to, A, attack the basket. Um, they really struggled against that with, with Wake Forest. Just They could not get to the basket when they did. They are blowing it at the rim. They got to finish those chances, then they got to use that to open up chances for three. It can't be like like middle of last season when, when Florida State started struggling. It's because they were taking 33s a game and they were just relying on the three-point shot too much. It, it can't be like that. It can never be like that for Florida State because they've never been that kind of team, no matter the kind of shooters they've had. Um, they they got to get to the paint, drive and kick, use the pick and rolls correctly. And that, that's part of the struggle with not having a true point guard for this team. You know, Evans has been phenomenal defensively, but he's not an offensive player. I, th- I think that's safe to say. And then Worley's just – he's still coming along, still going through the motions. He's – I think we're all expecting a little bit more. Do you use Worley in the pick and roll more? I mean – He's a little, little bit bigger can, than Mills. They got to use it. Eh, I don't know about that. They're about the same size. They're both 6'5". Worley may have 10, no, I, I think Worley's a little it. bit more sturdily built. Yeah, that may be about it. Um, we'll see. They, they just – they got to – really just get back to offensive fundamentals and, and running ball screens correctly. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a really long season. And we, we talked before the this season how this team compared to – I don't know if I said on this podcast or another podcast. Um, how this Dang, team, which other ones are you on? I was on a lot of preview podcasts. You know this. I don't um, know if you're on one this week. I don't know. No. I've had COVID. You know this. Um, I, I, I said it compared to the 2017-18 team which was the year that they went to the Elite Eight, but all year they struggled, especially in conference play. I think they went 9-9 nine and nine in conference play. Um, 
they lost some really bad games on the road at Pitt. Um, they performed well at Duke, but other than that, it was it, it was a it was a struggle through the whole season. And then by the time they got to March, they'd finally figured things out. But they had a ton of talent, which is what this team has. They have a ton of talent. They're just really struggling to get things together mentally. Um, what they need most is confidence more than anything. You could see once, you know, they missed three or four shots in a row. They, they have a bad stretch of possessions. They, they start shrugging their shoulders, their chins down. That, that's got to be better. They, they, they got to get some confidence. And I thought they'd finally found a little bit against the NC State. But wow, did that go out the window again in, in Winston-Salem? I mean, that was... There's God. no words. There's no words. Couldn't find anything at all. I, I'm not happy that basketball is suffering. I, I, I just think it's just a natural progression of Florida State football getting back to its rightful spot. It's all organic. It, it, it's, 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 uh, can't, why can't, why can't organic both of be good? <laughs> uh, of, uh, of the stars realigning. Why, why can't it be like, uh, like, like 2012? You know, football football's doing well. Yeah, no, 2012, they, they, they freaking <laughs> lost to NC State when they should have won the national championship. Okay, even... here's the thing. They, they, won, they won, what was it, 11 you games? You can't have it all, Nate. They won 11 games. Florida State won the ACC. Like, and, 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 and they were up 15 on Florida and choked that game away. So, that, no. That I do not <laughs> want to be like 2012. I was, I was at that game. Um, I'm just more upset that – I was ready like, to fight Coach Soup's that game. <laughs> I was ready to fight EJ because he had five turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> ready to um, fight a lot of people. Yeah, but I was, the more surprising thing is Wake Forest just completely smashed both Florida State and basketball and football this year. I don't think anybody saw that coming in the end of the year for both teams. Yeah. They I mean, played Wake Forest before. Yeah, we, we, they play them at home February 5th, I think. So they get I some revenge. This is a question for you from Dinosaur yeah, Phil asking, why the F is in Cam Fletcher starting over Polite? The issue isn't polite. The issue is Fletcher should be playing over White Wilkes. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the biggest thing. Um, part of the thing with Fletcher is he's so great on the ball, and he's great at passing lanes, but he's not the best team defender. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I, th- I think he's phenomenal. His energy is needed. Um, but there are times if you if you just sit and watch Cam Fletcher for five or six possessions. He's getting beat back door three of the six. Um, he's going to get there. I, I think he's as talented as they come on this roster. Um, but he's got to play over White Wilkes. I, I would like to see him start at the four for some of these games. Um, not, not some of these other games, like when you get to Duke and Carolina where you're playing some bigger teams. But when you're playing like the Miamis, um, the Georgia Techs, I'd like to see him start at the four, see what they can do. But I, I don't watch – basketball nearly as much as you do. Not like I used to, but the average basketball I've watched, I think Polite's the most disappointing this year so far. He's had his moments. Like Lipscomb, he was phenomenal. I mean, 25 points. I I, I just thought that he was going to be a a potential all-conference team player. I mean, they kind of flip because Malik Osborne's taking that step where Mm -hmm. he's. I think he's unquestionably going to be an all-conference guy if he keeps this, this level of play up. But I think we were all expecting Polite to, t- to take that at least some kind of a step. Um, mm-hmm. The shoot, the shooting regression to me has just been unreal. Um, I, I want to pull up the splits, but my computer is being slow. <laughs> oh, you're good. I was going to bring up their next two games with 
uh, Louisville being at Florida State, and then they faced Miami, who's on a four-game winning streak in the both, ACC. Both teams have actually. Um, Miami lost to Louisville the other night. Did they? Really? Um, yeah, Louisville's four zero in night? ACC. Um, it was. I can tell you. I'm trying to look at their schedule. Wasn't Louisville it, like absolute trash heading into conference play? So, so yeah. Hold on, Miami. Am I tripping? Oh, no, they're, I think you are tripping. Because they beat Wake Forest, NC State, yeah, I'm Clemson, and yeah, no, they, oh, so they, beat, they beat NC State, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech. Oh, Syracuse and, too, yeah. and they beat Syracuse yesterday. Yeah, did they? Oh, and they beat Syracuse yesterday. Yeah, last night. Yeah, I remember just seeing the tweet of them saying, "Oh, we're four and zero," and they see. Yeah, so, so you got two four zero teams in conference. Um, coming to Tallahassee, these next two games, Louisville. Yeah, Louisville was really bad in non-conference play. Um, they lost to, let's just read it out. Lost to Furman by eight, lost to Michigan state by nine. And this is not your dad's Michigan state. Um, lost to DePaul by seven. And then the craziest one, they lost to Western Kentucky by 10. Um, it's just not a good Louisville team. I still don't think they're good. Even though they're four and in conference play, they haven't beaten anybody of note besides Wake Forest. Wake Forest is actually good. Even I'm not just saying that because they curb stomped us. They actually are a good team. Um, but Pitt's arguably the worst team on the entire East coast. Um, you can I don't care what team you throw out there it can be Towson I'm taking Towson over Pitt Um, Wake Forest whatever Georgia Tech whatever NC State whatever so we'll see how they do against Florida State because Florida State's whooped some ass against Louisville in the last few years Um, last three games Florida State's won by 13 more points Um, have won four straight in this series five of the last six ever since Chris Max gotten to Louisville. Um, Florida State's been like, oh, yeah, remember that time you beat us when you were at Xavier? Yeah, it's not happening ever again. Um, so we'll see. I I, I like that matchup. I, I think it's weirdly beneficial towards us. Um, the only thing they do have is they have um, Boogie Ellis, who was a TCC guy. Um, and the thing with those TCC guys that a lot of people don't realize is TCC and FSU, they'll play pickup a lot during the summer. Um, a lot of the guys stay in contact. So if anybody knows Florida State, it's going to be Boogie Ellis. Mm-hmm. And he, he's a good player. He, he's one of the best scorers on that team. Then you get Miami coming to town next week, and I think they're horrendous. I don't know how they've won as many games as they have in the conference. <sighs> so it should be a good matchup then. I Hopefully. Hopefully we just win. I don't care. Go back to the previous <laughs> question. So I, I like to get Austin's thoughts on this because you know, I didn't see it. I, I just Who's... saw on Twitter people were throwing a big fit about it. The one, about question. The, the one about the the call on, on Fletcher. Oh, it was horrendous. Oh. It was arguably the worst charge I've ever seen. I don't think Cam made contact. Um, it was just one of those where the guy flopped and the ref was out of position because it was in transition. Um, and it was a Rogers Ayers crew, which is, you know, there's three ACC crews that you do not want. It's Roger Ayers, it's Teddy Valentine, and it is Jamie Lucky. And I'm pretty sure Florida State's had them for every single conference game so far this year. Um, just an embarrassing call. Um, Florida State was finally starting to get a little bit of momentum because Cam had come in, made a couple plays. Um, they had chopped the deficit from I'm ballparking here, but it was like 21 to down to like 14 or so in a span of like a minute and a half. Get a turnover. Cam's in transition. At the very least, he should have gone to the free throw line, maybe cut it to 13 or 12. Then Wake's kind of sitting there pooping their pants a little bit. Um, instead, they get some bogus charge call, and it's going the other way. Mm, it's tough. Mm-mm-mm. There's a question here from Ball asking, Austin, are we in contact with that transfer from Texas? 
Uh, yes, we are. I don't know the specifics of it, but he's close with a lot of guys on the team. The name. Um, uh, I got to go to the Discord. Because <laughs> J- Jacob, go to- Jacob knows more about it than I do. Yeah. Um, uh, Jalen Tyson. Oh, okay. Uh, he's close with Cam Corin, who's a signee for this upcoming class. He is close with... Uh, he's close with someone else, too. Um, forgetting off the top of my head. Um, we'll see. Um, the rumor right now is Texas Techs. We'll see what happens there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think he's someone Florida State needs. Um, it's great to have a guy that can score like that, but Florida State needs point guards and they need bigs. Oh. Well, the previews, the predictions will actually be in the previews. So if you guys want to get the score prediction from VZ and see if Florida State's going to turn things around, keep an eye out for keep an eye out on the site SI. Go check it out uh, once he drops those uh, later in the week. So. Make yeah, sure Louisville, Louisville will be up Saturday morning because um, the game's not till eight o'clock. So plenty of time yeah. for y'all to read. Yep, It'd be perfect. National championship this weekend, gentlemen. Who, who we got for this one? Alabama, Georgia. Alabama. Who we got? It, it, it's hard to beat a good team twice. It's also hard to bet against Saban. You know when you get to this. It's, it's also hard to bet on Kirby Smart in a big game. Mm-hmm. No. I, I think Kirby Smart's a new big game, Bob. Um, nah, it's a good comparison. I, I I don't I don't know if you know Georgia doesn't. For me, Georgia doesn't have it at quarterback and wide receiver. You know, you know I think I they've got a receiver. I just don't think they have a quarterback. I don't. I think they've done an absolutely horrible job at at developing wide receivers. They're, they're dependent on George Pickens just coming off a an ACL injury, so he's played very minimal. Um. I, I think Georgia's done a really horrendous job of developing wide receivers, which is another topic for another day. But I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. Like for 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 Georgia to be, if I know it's only two and a half points, but still, like, Alabama kind of controlled that game the first time, and, and I know Georgia looked really good against Michigan. You know, Alabama. That's a different animal. You know, it, it, th- that's more geared offensively to what Georgia does well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think with um, Mechie, you know, with, with Mechie, how do you say his last name, with him out, I think that helps Georgia a little bit. But I don't know, man. It's just shit. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going with Bama until it's not Bama. Nah, I agree. I, I, I just think that, you know, they – I think Cincinnati hung in there that first half, but that was probably their best ball that they could play and be able to just pull away. And Cincinnati had their chances, really. I mean, they got yeah, they, they did got down the field a couple times and then just, you know, mm-hmm. moment, moment was too big. Yeah, yeah Georgia's going to have to be able to turn the ball over. And, you yeah. know – are, are, are they going to bracket Jamison Williams this time? You know, what do they do differently in, in, in that coverage? He ate them up. Man, it's speedy, so. man. That, that is a fast cat, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. He can fly. It's it, it's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. To, to, I mean, honestly, uh, I would I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me to see Georgia win it, but Georgia just oh, yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me. just has that. Fucking big game, Bob Field, man. That gets to that big game and just 
chokes it on it, man. He'll get, he'll get one eventually. I don't know <clears throat> if it's this year. Yeah, he'll he'll get one like Bob Stoops got one. He'll play <laughs> a, a, a national contending dominant program whose offensive coordinators got one foot out the door because he's about to leave. Yeah, and that obviously <laughs> an egg. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it for a biscuit and say Georgia. I'm just risking it. And mm-hmm. Alan Cook's brother gets himself a national championship. James Cook. But, I mean, he's he's played really well recently too. Yeah, this you know? latter latter stretch of the season. If Talvin can't have one, James can't have one. Mm. Correct. Ah, uh, speaking of. Uh, well, not really Dalvin, but Jameis Winston. Happy birthday to Jameis and happy anniversary to the 2013 national championship. We do hey, these, on, hey, are, we pick we some good nights to do podcasts. We're gonna talk about Cam Akers, yeah. Cam Akers coming back this weekend, too, <laughs> which is man. absolutely insanity. I mean, it had to have been a partial tear or something, unless they got some crazy shit going on in Los Angeles. But after I an mean, Achilles like, injury, we, we talked about tear. this two weeks ago, where like the, the quarterback from Clemson, there's there's been some recent development in Achilles injuries that we there just has don't know to be. about. Because it's not even the first one. It would it would be different if it was the first one we heard about. It like, oh, it was just HGH, whatever. And, and, and it's, it's like, a running back. Nah. So yeah. it, 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 it's a guy who plants, cuts, stops, goes. And, like, And he's been cleared. It's not even like, oh, yeah, we're just activating him so we can have him ready for the playoffs. He's been cleared, and he's going to play. It's, it's insane. Talk about a freak. Yeah. Speaking of another ramp, I don't know if either of you guys have the athletic. Um, but there's a really good piece on Jalen Ramsey this morning um, oh, yeah. that I would on recommend. One. Just like his mindset. On what? The athletic. Yeah. I, I'm not a member. They, they, they the do, screenshots. They do, they do, they do discounts. So I, I, every time they do, I'll sign up. It's a really good article talking about his mindset, like talking about the end of the uh, Jacksonville also, tenure. You, also, you know what to do, bro. That's a lot of screenshots. <laughs> Nate needs the plug. Nate needs it was a really plug. long article. You know, Nate ain't paying for it. Is it long form? What? Is it a long form? I mean, it was. It, was, it took me like thirty minutes to read it. Grand yeah, it was screen man. record. Um, well, we might get in trouble. No, I didn't say do that. I never yeah, said that. It, it was. It was. A, it was a really good article. Just talking about his mindset. Talking about his. You know why he talks so much. Why he questions everything. Why is in people's faces. It was a really good article. Really, really good article. He's just a different cat, bro. So why, is oh, why yeah, they, the best they talk about the that. League. They talk about they they talk about how his Jacksonville defensive backs coach was like scared of him. <laughs> nah. Um, because like Jalen was just so demanding. Like, because they, they talk apparently after the coaches install the game plan on Monday, he'll go to every single coach and go, "Well, why are we doing this? And why are we doing this? And why are we doing this?" Just a different cat. Sounds like Jalen. You know, it's funny to hear stories of how. You know, Pruitt was just dogging him in fall camp in 2013. I mean, apparently he likes it. That's what he wants. Yeah. He, wa- he wants to be Tell challenged. Him, I, sh- I shouldn't have taken you. You know, <laughs> is right. You're horrible. Should have let you go to California. He's just dogging this kid. But, but, it, but you know, in the meetings, you're like, yo, this kid is, is special. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, just the oh, way yeah. he picked up on things. He, he mm-hmm. understood the defense. Quick. Quick for a freshman. You know, true freshman. Why he was a true freshman starter, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So your team's done for the season. Visa, your team's done, right? There's no chances this weekend, right? Yeah, losing losing to the Packers with Sean Mannion was uh was the final <laughs> nail in the coffin for not only the team, but probably how the head coach about that. That uh, I, I forget what I was reading it talking about how uh, Cleveland should trade Baker to. 
Minnesota for Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's, a, he's a free agent, so I mean, you can do whatever. <laughs> um, whatever gets Kirk Cousins off my team, I'm here for it. Uh, his cap <laughs> is just way too big. He's a solid player. I, you I, think I, Kirk I Cousins is a problem in Minnesota? He's not the problem, but when he has a $40 million cap hit and you've got all these injuries on defense, you have one good wide receiver right now because Thielen's out with an ankle injury. Your offensive line is continuously bad. Um, I think part I think of it's also that's a problem in in Minnesota. Same thing with got, Chicago. I love our tackles. Derisaw and Brian O'Neill are really good. Um, Ezra Cleveland's shown some signs of hope at left guard. Garrett Bradbury is a bust, and right guard is a major issue. It's been a revolving door since 2014, essentially. Um, they got to get those two. They got to get those two short up. They got they need corners, plural. They need a linebacker to place Anthony Barr because he's probably gone. They need pass rush because once Daniel, Daniel Hunter went down, RIP for that. They need a safety next to Harrison Smith, even to replace Harrison Smith because he's 33 now. They need a lot. I think I think Chicago should draft a head coach. <laughs> Who do you want them to draft? draft a head coach? Yeah, yeah, they gotta get rid of Nagy for for one. I mean, that, that's coming. That's coming. I think Mike's that's gonna got, that's Minnesota. That's gotta come. Please, it's gotta be on the way. No, I'm right there with and, you. Uh, who's your GM again? Ryan Pace. And, and and they're gonna go for Mike Tomlin. Shut up. That's why. Up. That's why I need to happen. Oh. If he's going anywhere, he's going back to Minnesota, where he start, where he spent part of his coaching career. I mean, uh-uh. listen, listen. Easy, um, uh, you don't need him. I need him. I need my quarterback that I had listen, for eighteen years. You have seen your team. Me. I need seen, him. You have seen your team win a Super Bowl. He, look, he looks not. good in the purple, bro. He do, he does look good in that purple. It does look fire. I think it's the edit is um, also phenomenal. Just, so shout I, out to also Jamie shout Swaps. out to, to Jameis's you know recovery too. Yeah, the, the only thing is, I, I don't see our owners wanting Jameis. He's already moving laterally. I could see Mike being well. Mike already made an offer in Pittsburgh. He made the yeah. most yeah, the most money for him. Also, so we I, still I, have we still have another year of Kirk Cousins on contract. So yeah, so I'll go and take this away from you. I was just trying yeah, to please. tease you and make you I'm, feel. I, I was already sad from Florida State <sighs> basketball. I was sad from COVID. Now you're just showing me more sad. Yeah, I'm just trying to tease you too much now. Just. One last blow at you before we get off of here. Uh, this we've had eighty questions on this since we talked about it about forty five minutes ago. Never but Jared Verse, never heard we don't have any, no announcement. No, we never heard of this Jared, this defensive mm-hmm. end from Albany. I don't know who they're I'll talking about. Recruiting him. I don't. I don't know who it is. I don't want to know. I got to know who it is before we can talk about it. But go go to the early part of the podcast or the show on YouTube. But it really nothing's happened with Jared Verse. We haven't had an announcement yet. He's been quiet to both Tennessee outlets and. Us over here to Dustin. He's just ghosting Dustin. I mean, we do that on our own, but Jared's also doing that to Dustin. Uh, so we'll see. Okay. I think it's going to be an over weekend kind of thing. It's going to be the last minute thing. So this is one of the top talented guys in the transfer portal right now. So top five, top three even. So we'll see where Jared verse picks. I think that's going to wrap it up, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up. That's our first episode of 2022. First felt good. Me. I felt really good for some reason. I felt like really smooth. It was good, it was good for me because I was able to, you know, be here. I, yeah, I, you I, 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 I got to start getting my questions ready for the next podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. There's something, there, there's, that, there's something in the works. That could it be might be doozy. already done. That could be a doozy. 
yeah. it could be a doozy. It could uh, lead to a couple fights. Nah, yeah. I don't think it will be that, thankfully. But we got some things I would in love the it works. It, Wait, it was about it. to be happening tonight. It was about to be happening tonight. If if he comes on, I'm not going to spoil anything. If he comes on and he's like, "Yeah, I remember this." <laughs> I, I remember this. You want to talk about he, it? This person has <laughs> said every time that his his person has talked to him, setting this all up. That he is very excited about coming on. Overly excited. So might have might have gotten some snippets from another person that also heard about this. Hey, we'll, hey, we'll, we'll chop it up. I ain't it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good, though. I'm excited to start off 2022. Uh, it's gonna be a really fun guest that we'll have on. Hopefully, fingers crossed next week. If not, we're definitely having them on this month. So look out for that next week. Should be a big one. Look out for Twitter as always. Listen to podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. Hit that like button if you're on YouTube right now. We had over close to 300, I think 300 people watching tonight that's got to be like a new not maybe close to a new all-timer that's pretty good though on when, a random i'm telling you man Thursday whenever night. dustin's here all time tell you man whenever dustin's here man it's like we 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 do numbers man yeah when he's not here we do numbers when he's when he is here we just drop numbers like crazy it just falls off so oh, maybe, maybe we can put him in like a um off-camera producer role <laughs> yeah he could do the back end and he could since he is a software guy he can maybe bring up the videos that I keep searching for, the Twitter videos and such. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, look out for that next week. Appreciate everybody listening. Enjoy the rest of y'all's week and weekend. We'll see what happens with Jared Verse. We'll keep you guys updated. See you in the Discord. And we will talk to you guys next Thursday evening. Happy 2022.